The Swashbuckling Ladies Debate Society presents The Worth of the Anchor, a special mini-series event. Part 2. Fine Voyage, Fine Ship. Now, let's see what we are dealing with. Hello, ma'am. I was hoping that you could help me with something. I seem to have lost my friend. Oh no, that's terrible. Is it a dog or a cat? It's actually a person. Oh, I see. It looks like you got plenty of help, though. I, I see at least two fellas in uniform way back there. Don't know what help I could give you that they couldn't. Good luck to you. A moment, please. Someone reported that you might have gone into this home. Did they now? So, if I could just... Well, it that's just a might odd, seeing as there's no houses along this street, and along the other side are all of those uh, pretty plant overhangs by the stars. What are they called? Um, trellises? That's it. Aren't you the smart one? And since there's no businesses around here, I, I can't for the life of me think of who might have uh, reported such a thing. Odd, isn't it? Quite. Now, if I could just step inside. I'm afraid not. I'm house-sitting, you see, and the owners of the house and the land that it's on, strangely enough, they're private folks and gave me strict orders about who can and can't come in. And, and I'm afraid I don't know you, Mr. Uh... Preston. Preston Pembroke. Well, that's a name I definitely remember. And it's surely not on the list. But good luck. I hope you find your friend. Ma'am. Oh, it's Mrs. Dumere, Mr. Pembroke. May I speak with Mr. Dumere? Not unless you got a contact on the other side. How's that? He's no longer among the living. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Did you know him? I did not. Well, then you can't really know to be sorry. I'm... what? Oh, pain me no mind. Just an old woman running her mouth. I'll let you get back to finding your, uh, friend. Mrs. Dumere, may I be frank with you? You can call yourself whatever you want, so long as you're speaking the truth. Yes, well, the circumstances of this friend are a bit complicated. It involves an affair of business and of the heart. Seems like an odd kind of friendship. This girl, I neglected to mention my missing friend is a girl. You see, I paid for her passage, and she agreed to work for me to pay back my expense. A simple transaction. I know lots of people who'd love to have a job, and they're already here. Seems odd to send for someone so far away when there's folks living here local who would just love a gig. It's a nuanced situation. Oh, sure, sure. Only, only reason I can think of of doing it your way would be so that you had kind of a hold over the person. One that'd be tough to get clear of. Of course, a daft old lady like me, I probably don't understand all that. What with the, uh, what did you call it? Nuances. It was further complicated when we two fell in love. Now this poor girl is confused, lost, and I merely want to find her and bring her home. Home to your home, that is. Our home. 
Of course. Another nuance. But my, that is quite a tale. Worthy of a song, I'd say. I hope it's a happy one and not one of those tragedies. I hate those songs. I too am hoping for a happy ending. Best of luck to you then. Madam. Oh, now it's Madam. Let's stick with Mrs. Dumere. I've tried to be cordial, civil, even kind. But we both know that Viv is inside. Make this easy on both of you and send her out to me. Easy seas do not a good sailor make. My old mister used to say that. Very well. Officer, if you join us. Ooh, getting Johnny Law involved. <laughs> Things just got more interesting. Officer, I have reasonable suspicion that the girl, who I should point out is not a citizen, is hiding in this domicile, and this woman, who is not the owner, is refusing to let me in to claim her. Please do your duty and fetch her for me. Why, Mr. Preston, I thought we were getting along so well. I'm afraid that's going to be a bit of a problem. I think that myself and these gentlemen are more than a match for one frightened girl and a foolish aged woman. You think so, huh? Well, much as I'd love to shatter that illusion for you, you've got a legal issue. I hardly think so. But you see, when the land you're standing on was purchased, it wasn't purchased from some rich developer. It was acquired from the government itself. So I may be just a foolish aged woman, but I believe you're standing on, oh, what do they call it? Some regal. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sovereign territory. Uh, that can't be right. It's all mumbo-jumbo to me, but the lady who does the paperwork here, well, she's yet to miss a cross T. You have no legal authority to be here. In fact, it's only by my good graces that you've gotten this far. To force entry would be, sort of, an act of war. Is this true? Then what good are you? I'm afraid you've lost this hand, Mr. Pembroke. But I'm sure you've got plenty of other people to exploit. Why not just write this one off as cargo lost at sea? Happens to the luckiest of sailors. Fine. We'll go. But listen well. I didn't get ahead by just giving up when things get rough. It is by force of will that I have made it this far, and some soggy bend won't stand between me and what I own. Ah, so that's how it is. I see you now, Mr. Pembroke. And what do you see? You're an iceberg. An iceberg? Cold, imposing, powerful. I like it. Oh, I'm sure. But that's all on the top. An iceberg is pretty and serene, so much that you don't see the danger. It's what's underneath. What you don't see, that's going to rip a hole in your hull. I'll be seeing both of you again. Very soon. I'll put a fresh kettle on. Good day, Mr. Pembroke. I can't believe you did that for me. Do you think he's gone? For now, but he'll be back. This is merely the first gusts. The real storm hasn't hit yet. Let's enjoy the quiet while we can. Get something warm into our bodies. And then? 
Then we batten down the hatches and get ready for the typhoon that's coming our way. 